much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I would like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and feature titan for today, Steve Miller. Steve, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Great. Appreciate it. Really appreciate you taking the time. I know there's a lot of people in anticipation, um, you know, to get the feedback and inspiration from a custom builder. So I'm really excited for everybody to kind of get an insight into you and into what you do. So we'll go into the typical series of questions for everybody to get to know you a little bit better. Okay. Uh, so I guess tell everybody a little about yourself. Well, first, I just want to say congratulations on the birth of your newborn. Thank you so much. Super exciting, I'm sure, for you. So. It's, it's incredible. You know, it really, really is. So thank you for mentioning that. And I also want to say thank you to you and Stuart Title for your partnership with our upcoming event that awesome. we're going to have uh, with this association with Great Homes. So thank you. Super excited about that. So it's right around the corner. I it mean, is. everything, the hustle and bustle. And just so everybody knows, we are in a live uh, area, live set here in the Titans True environment. So if you hear some banging nails and things moving around it is we are in a custom home so th this is happening but uh all right so i mean tell everybody a little about you steve well i uh grew up in idaho okay born in a small town up north in Coeur d'Alene. uh did the typical stuff i guess just adolescent you know mischief that i got into awesome um then i decided to join the military uh went off to the military and at which point i got into west point um, so i uh, graduated out of west point um, started flying helicopters for the Army, did that for about eight years, um, went all over, you know, to include Asia and, and different places around the world, wow. um, decided it was time to make a transition and got out, um, and then got into construction. It, uh, I think that probably stemmed from uh, this temporary job that I had right before West Point, okay. where I, uh, I can't remember which it was, it was some Holiday Inn Express that I was working on just as a temp labor guy out there kind of working in. And it was enough to kind of start, I guess, that, that fire within okay. me that I wanted to get into construction. Huh. So I transitioned out of the Army, got into construction, started working for a national builder, did that for about, I don't know, maybe nine years. Okay. Um, at which point I was kind of finishing up my, my master's here at DU wow. up in Denver and um, thought that uh, maybe that was a good springboard to kind of get out on my own. Hmm. Now going into that, because that's, that's an incredible you know, transition from you know, West Point, helicopter pilot I mean you know obviously serving our country that's that's huge and then what initially drove you to get into the the, the construction field and then into building I mean what what was the, the thought behind that um, you know it's kind of funny that there was a lot of headhunter recruiters uh, <laughs> trying to get the army officers as you're exiting the military and, wow. and most of the, the, the time they wanted to push you into like pharmaceutical sales or Med device sales, and that wasn't really me. I, I didn't see myself in that kind of environment. Sure. Um, but when they came across some of these construction project management type roles, hmm. um, that really kind of sparked that interest that I must have had when I, uh, you know, kind of done that brief temp labor job. My dad had done some renovations when I was a kid, okay. you know, kind of remodeling some stuff around our house. And so it was just that kind of working with my hands that I was accustomed to and wanting to get back into. Hmm. Love it. Yeah. And then so transition from that to where you're at now, I mean, you know, building beautiful custom homes. I mean, what's your thought process behind all that? And um, I guess that's a good tail into what's your why, you know, what really motivates you to do what you do to the level that you do it at? Sure. So, yeah, with this national builder that I was with, we did uh, some custom work. Uh, most okay. of that was out in D.C. where I was at. 
but a lot of it was just the uh, the production type product, mm -hmm. and that was great, you know. And for the, the first time buyers, that's maybe what they're looking for. I was kind of gearing myself towards more of that custom experience, and, uh -huh. and instead of just treating our clients kind of like a number and mm -hmm. kind of pushing them through the assembly line, we wanted to you know step back, take the time with each one of our clients, so we could really create that dream mm -hmm. that they wanted. So I guess that's really my why is that wakes me up in the morning is I love creating that dream for our clients and. Each one of our clients is different. Each one of their desires, their requests are different. And so we love just, you know, kind of diving off of that initial, you know, kind of vision that they might have, or even if they can't verbalize that vision that they might have, just their idea that they would like to have, and just helping them create that through our team atmosphere. Sure, and that's a, that's a really big why, Steve, when it comes down to it. And obviously, it's a projection on what you guys create here you know, Galleon Homes. I mean, it's just a, a gorgeous product. It's absolutely beautiful. I mean, from start to finish, and just, it, it blows me away every time I, I look at this place. And, um, you know, and it truly is a, an, an all-encompassing crew and team, you know, it puts it together. So, but I think that your clients will speak for you as well saying that same thing. It is it is a full, you know, custom job with them and the inspiration is behind it. So that's that's huge. Sure, it definitely takes a team to do this. I can't do this by myself. Mm -hmm. So we have some great people. That's awesome. So let, let's go into the advisory portion of, um, you know, this episode, particularly for some of the other professionals that might be watching this, um, just to get some insight into your business professionalism. If you could go back and take a look at your career thus far, and maybe pick or choose one or two things that you added um, to develop your business from one level to the next. Where do you see that with you? What really took it to another level for you? So I'm sure I'm like many other entrepreneurs out there, and it's an evolving process every day that you go through this. Okay. Uh, we were kind of very small, you know, starting out, and let's just kind of get the one home and, and kind of develop that into that, that vision, that dream that our clients may have. Um, but that we had maybe it was two two or three years ago, uh, the idea that we wanted to expand on okay. that okay. and to increase our offerings for our client. Mm -hmm. And so we um, brought in the interior design aspect of that to our business. Mm -hmm. And so we have an interior designer on staff. So okay. we offer basically turnkey um, you know, production into whatever aspects of their, their dream home they want, okay. whether it be the design, the build, the furnishings, the decorating, the, mm -hmm. but that whole team uh, helps throughout the whole process with every one of our clients. Wow. So we're helping them select everything so we can really take the headache off of them. Okay. We tell every one of our clients that if they're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. So they That's need to have great. fun with us. That's great. And I and meeting Kate, uh, the designer, amazing. I mean, talented, beyond talented. So it shows all the way through. I mean, because... It, don't get me wrong, layout, you know, architecture, construction, that's that's hugely important, you know, the quality of the build and everything, but the final touches, it's like the icing on the cake, yes. right? Yep. Um, and I, I think that there's so much that speaks to so many people that way, so yep. awesome job that way. And so what I take away from it, and hopefully everybody else does too, is putting the right people together, right? And, right. and bringing a team atmosphere to get it done in its entirety, I think that speaks volumes for what you guys put out. Well, also what helped with uh, our growth in that is not just the team within our walls, mm -hmm. but the extended team that we have as well. Okay. So we very much rely on our realtor partners Love it. and any of their referrals that they would send our way. And so we implemented some new programs to help out with that. Uh, okay. The 50-50 program that we had rolled out a little while ago, which Wonderful. really um, helps out our realtors instead of you know waiting to receive their commissions you know at the end of the build. We like them to receive some of that up front by wow. bringing us the client. So we help them that way. 
Hey, hopefully everybody heard that. That's awesome. That's fantastic. You know, and again, um, your reputation in the market uh, place speaks for itself. I mean, everybody loves the product and out there. So a lot of my buddies that are probably watching this right now, real estate professionals, they just love it every single time they get around it. So, but that's, uh, that's some great stuff in there. So let's talk about, um, you know, what I like to, to consider the, the tricky question, right, okay. when it comes down to it. Um, is the challenge question. So if you could look back on your life um, thus far, Steve, and you know, pick a challenge that you might have faced, that you overcame, that you became a stronger man because of it, um, what does that look like for you? Because we all deal with challenges, whether in struggles, whether it's in the past, now, or into the future. And I think that's really, really what separates us from everybody else is how you overcome that. You know? So what does that look like for you? Well. I guess I would have to go back to my time in the military. Okay. Um, there you're encountering all kinds of challenges, you know, uh, in wartime environments, in, in prepping for those kind of environments that you'll encounter. Um, but I lost uh, a few buddies of mine in uh, the conflict overseas, um, and even in just some training exercises. I remember one in particular uh, over in Korea, and I lost a couple of pilots over there in just a, a routine training exercise. Mm -hmm. But to uh, have to go through that aftermath, and go into their room to inventory all of their items that were remaining to then go relay that to their parents and, and what had happened. And wow. just some of those really tough things that I had to deal with there uh, and, you know, the day-to-day the -day stuff that you kind of go through with the military, right. I think probably prepped me for a lot of the challenges that you encounter out here because, okay. you know, through this kind of construction environment, every day is different. Mm -hmm. You're always encountering something new and, and unanticipated or something that you have to you know, overcome and, sure. and how we're going to do that. It's really just um, a process on, on how we can figure things out because you can't predict everything that will occur to you. So right. I think it was just that on my ability to react to that change and, and adapt and, and overcome that. And, and that's, uh, thanks for the share, Steve, because that's not easy to do. And, and uh, you know, everybody out there that's listening knows that as far as I'm concerned, death has got to be one of the hardest things that anybody would have to deal with and the emotions and everything that's involved that way. And I think that a good takeaway from that is we can all look at ourselves and say, oh, I'm having a rough day, but it's not that bad. Somebody's got it worse. And you're translating that into the future of what you do and what you continue to do with this business is, hey, you know what? You've dealt with the worst of the worst. So challenges that come your way in this business, you're like, all right, I got it. Let's keep moving forward. Right. You yeah. know, and I think that that's huge, huge takeaways for everybody out there. No matter what you're going through, no matter what's happening, take it as, as for what it is and positive and try to translate that out and be stronger because of it. So that's a huge share, Steve. So thank you so much. Sure. Uh, I know that's going to resonate with a lot of people in our community. We're heavy military here in the spring, so that, that means a lot. Um, so let's go into a softer question, okay. if you're right, because that <laughs> gets a little heavy, everybody. Uh, so if you could travel back in time, and give your younger self a piece of advice. Uh, you know, talking to any age range, it could be a year ago, it could be, you know, 20 years ago. What would you say to young Steve? Um, well, if it was really younger, I probably would have said to listen to my parents more. Okay. <laughs> That's be fair. Behave and not be so rambunctious. Sure? Um, but in the uh, later years, I probably would have told myself to start this, um, this business of mine sooner. Wow. Um, so okay. if anyone's listening out there that has that entrepreneurial spirit and wants to start something, don't wait. Start now. Huge. Only because I was, I think, had that idea in my mind for probably 10 to 12 years before I actually made the leap. Wow. And just always had those nerves and those apprehensions like, what if it doesn't work? I don't know if this is going to be successful. I don't want to fail at this. And 
but again, just need to get past those nerves and, and just do it. I, I love that advice, and that's not just for young Steve, that's for everybody right. involved. Um, especially a lot of the, the viewers of this, this show, um, they really are entrepreneurial, and they look at it and say they're go-getters, they make it happen, but we all have nerves, we all have fears, and you just need to go for it. Right. I think that's great advice. What, what was the turning point for you, though, Steve? I mean, if you could look at it and say, hey, you know, enough is enough, I have the nerves, I have the fear, I'm just going to go do it. What, was there a breaking point for you to, to just knock this out? Probably. Um, so kind of looking back a little bit, when I was out in D.C. building out there, okay. um, I had almost taken that leap with them, okay. and that's right when I saw the market kind of taking the downturn. Hmm. And I almost stepped out there and, and bought you know, several acres out there to start developing and building out there, and saw the market start to turn. I better not. It's a little risky at this point. Right. And that kind of delayed me a little while. Okay. then I was just pretty nervous of the market. Sure. As soon as I finished or was finishing up my MBA here okay. at DU, then just hearing those examples of these entrepreneurs that would come in and talk to us and and kind of learning that, okay, maybe it's not that big of a deal, and, and maybe sure. it's okay to take that, that leap. And that was enough to kind of give me that encouragement or that confidence to really jump out there and do it. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. Okay, so again, huge advice for everybody out there. That's great. Just take it. Take the leap. Make it happen. Um, you only live once. That's really, really important to go through. So let's take a look at the feeding of the mind question. Obviously, heavily educated, you know, talking about West Point and DU, so that's really great stuff. Um, but as time goes on, and, and I don't need to tell you, you should always be learning. You should always be growing. No one knows it all. So uh, if you could pick or choose maybe some books that you're reading or have read, podcasts you listen to, or maybe some influencers on social media, motivational speakers, what are you feeding your mind, Steve? Uh, well, a couple that kind of come to mind, really, uh, uh, some books that I've read or am reading now. Okay. Uh, just finished up a little while ago, uh, I'm a trusted advisor, okay. David Foster. Um, that really is kind of just a discussion or a look at how to become a better trusted advisor or building that trust with your clients okay. to help better serve them. Hmm. And so I, I do not take it for granted that a lot of our clients, most of our clients, put a big amount of trust within us and our team. Absolutely. And we've had some clients that, hey, you guys just go ahead and decide for us. We need that help. And so just trying to learn that better on how can I take that position that they put me in and handle that with kid gloves, that I don't take that for granted, that I can better help them and respond to them with their needs and their desires by developing that, that trusted advisor position, you know, okay. by, by getting that trusted position more in line with what they need. That's great. That's big. Um, the other one, I'm always always interested about other entrepreneurs, you know, and, and their story, and yeah. just starting this one, um, but uh, the book Marriott, oh. which is the biography of J.W. Marriott. Interesting, and just, yeah. Just now getting to learning about, you know, his start at 13 years old on the farm in Utah and, and now working his way up to what he did is you know that, that big industry and, and all that that he helped develop so wow pretty neat very cool yeah I, I think it's really great to take uh, reflection on uh, other professionals in other industries who have done their walk the talk um, there's a lot of great books out there that do that but I think that that's that's fantastic that you're continuously feeding your mind. Any other um, instances that way, podcasts, influencers, or you know, anything comes to mind? Or you know, I'm so busy, it's hard. So yeah. I'm, I'm lucky if I can break away to get the book in here and there. <laughs> you're good. You're good. <laughs> I always ask. So just so everybody's out there knows, I'm going to put those listed in the comments below so you can feed your mind the same way that Steve does. So Steve, this has been an awesome interview chock full of great information. I feel like everybody's really getting to know you and grasp you as a person, a professional, and then also your brand that you developed so well. So uh, last question though, to really wrap everything up and to sum up you as a man, you as a brand, if you could pick a quote you live by or a mantra, what does that look like for Steve Miller? 
That's a good one. Um, I would say, uh, well, I used to be a Boy Scout. Okay. And so I remember that our motto then was do a good turn daily. All right. And so it's kind of almost a derivative of that. Okay. You know, and do a good turn daily, but always do right by your client. Okay. Uh, if you take care of your clients, then everything's going to fall in place for you. So good. So I, I try to remember that. And I think that sums up getting out beautifully. service is there, your reputation is there. So this has been fantastic, Steve. I want to thank you so much again for taking the time. I thank you. say you're a real estate titan, my friend. Thank you. So this is great. So thanks again, everybody, for your time and attention. I really appreciate you and your love and support. Uh, live every Tuesday and Friday, different titan, different location. We'll catch you guys in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care.